Amen. Everybody can hear me okay? Amen. Amen. The baby's going to help me preach this morning. <laughs> Amen. Amen. The scripture that Kyle read, I thought about it and was determining what was I going to preach about uh, this morning. And God moved me and talked to me, so he had given me two uh, sermon titles. One was, have you, or do you know the man of God? And the other was, have you been touched by Jesus? So, so, I, so I mulled over those with the help of the Holy Spirit throughout the week, saying, God, show me which one, which one. And then, what I'm going to talk to you about this morning through the power of God is, have you been touched by Jesus. Let's have a word of prayer. Lord, we just want to come thank you, Lord, first of all, for being who you are. Lord, we all know and understand that you are sovereign. You do what you want, when you want, how you want to do it, Heavenly Father. And we can't control it. We can't stop it. For it's all about you and none of us, Heavenly Father. Father, I'm asking you to please touch this morning, Lord. Lord, bless the word that's going to go forth. Lord, anoint me to preach and to teach your word with power, authority, knowledge, and wisdom and understanding, Heavenly Father. Father, bless the recipients of your word, Heavenly Father, that they will take something from your word that will help make their lives better, Lord. Help them want to have a closer walk with you. Help someone that don't know you would come and ask, what must I do to be saved, Heavenly Father? For the power of God is present in this place, Heavenly Father. You said, well, there's two or more gathered together in my name. There I will be in the midst of them. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for being with us. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your preaching power. Lord, it's in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that I pray. Amen. 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 If you could, open your Bibles to the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 5. The Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 5. If you're able to, let's stand in honor of God's Word. Gospel according to Matthew chapter 5. We're going to start at verse 25. I mean Mark, not Matthew. Mark. Yes, that's right. Thanks for helping me out, Kyle. (laughs) Mark chapter 5. Verse 25. Everyone have it say amen. amen. And it reads, A certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years, And had suffered many things of many physicians. I'm reading from the King James Version. And had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. Said she spent all that she had and had suffered many things by various physicians or doctors. But they could not make her better. She said it actually grew, or the writer says it actually grew worse. So that means it it began to get worse and worse over time. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. So when she had heard of Jesus, it said that she came in the press or the crowd from behind And touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, 
I shall behold. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who what? Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole go in peace, and behold, of thy plague. You may be seated. Have you been touched by Jesus? Turn to your neighbor and touch them on the shoulder and look at them and say, not that kind of touch. That is not, that is not the kind of touch I'm talking about. That is a physical touch. We're not talking about that kind of touch in the Bible. I'm I'm talking about a touch that moves in the heart. A touch that will cause you on the inside to have a change on the outside. I'm talking about that kind of touch. We always touch with what happened out there in Colorado. You didn't touch it physically, but it touched you mentally. It touched your spirit that someone would kill 12 folks and injure 50 plus people with a gun. It touched us that a young man that seemed to have a bright future would be touched by demonic spirits that would cause him to act that way. Yeah, I call it a demonic spirit because the Holy Spirit will not allow me to act like that. It was a demon in him. God is trying to tell us something about being touched. We're touched from seeing our favorite movie. Good Deeds. I saw that movie. It it touched me. A Time to Kill. That movie touched me. You got a favorite song that you like that just touches you. There's various things that we go out through our lives, man, that touches us. A child being born, it, it touches us. A child suffering. It touches us. All these things touch us in a different way. Death touches us. As we can see, the touch I'm talking about is not physical. We've all been touched by something throughout our lifetime. A parent gives us a whooping. That's a physical touching. When we are being disobedient. But this particular woman in this story said within herself, If I may but touch the hem of his garment. You got to understand the background of the story. Understand what is going on in Mark chapter 5. A religious leader named Jairus have came to Jesus and asked him to come and heal his daughter. 
while Jesus is on his way to Jairus' house to heal his daughter, it says all kind of people were thronging around him. That means that all kind of people was touching him. But not did, at one time did Jesus say as those people was touching him, who touched me? Oh, y'all ain't feeling me yet. A lot of people was touching him, but he didn't stop and say, who touched me? Until this woman comes on who had spent quite a bit of money. It said all her living, when you read some of the other translations and, and Luke and Matthew, and trying to be healed of a problem. And none of those physicians, none of those doctors could heal her of her problem. So she thought within herself, I hear that Jesus is coming to town. Jesus was on his way to Jairus' house, and she thought that since he was on his way, I would touch him. She said, let me, let me touch the hem of his garment. In my own sanctified imagination, I, I'm just thinking, of, she had heard what other folks said. She had heard other folks talk about a man being healed that was blind. She had heard other folks talk about that Jesus had raised folk from the dead. Now she's thinking to herself that now I just need to touch him too. I need to touch him in my own special way. I don't have to get close to him. He doesn't even have to know my name. He doesn't even have to come to my house to heal me. I don't even need to get in an audience with him. Uh, Y'all ain't hearing me. Y'all ain't understanding me. She didn't ask for an audience with him. She didn't even ask the disciples to go and tell him. She just said within herself, may I touch the hem of his garment. And after she touched him, the writer says here, when she heard Jesus came, she said, she came up behind him. And touched his garment, for she said, the woman said within herself, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be whole. Are y'all understanding here? See, something was already happening on the inside. Faith was already happening on the inside, where she said, all I got to do is touch his garment. She said, I don't need him to speak a word. I don't even need him to touch me. All I need to do is touch his garment, and I will be made whole. See, some of you need to be touched. That's right. You need to be touched. You need Jesus to touch you so that you will stop lying. You need him to touch you so you will stop cheating. Oh, you know how you do. You cheat on your tax returns. You need Jesus to, to touch you. You do know that's illegal, don't you? You need Jesus to touch you so that you will want to go and work on a job. Some folk are lazy. They don't even want to work. They got a lazy spirit. This woman just said, I just need to touch his garment and I'll be made whole. It said that when she touched him and straightway, that means immediately, it said the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt it. Have you prayed a prayer that have touched Jesus? I didn't say a prayer that touched mama. I didn't say a prayer that touched the pastor. I said, have you prayed a prayer that have touched Jesus to make him want to act on your behalf? Oh, y'all ain't feeling me. I'm talking about some prayer here that touches Jesus. When a mother has lost a son, she prays a prayer. 
asking for peace. Asking for comfort. She's praying a prayer for Jesus to touch her mind and her body. So that she can be healed on the inside. I heard that my, my father, the Lord and Savior, is a son. <laughs> Not only is he a son, he's a daughter. Not only is he a son and a daughter, he's a father and a mother. See, when my father and mother forsake me, it said, the Lord Jesus will take me up. See, you don't understand here that you've been touched by Jesus so that you can have a relationship with the true father. See, even if you don't know your daddy, even if your father has not been taking care of you, you have a father that should have been taking care of you. Because he has touched us to change us from the inside out. Jesus is going to pause y'all in the crowd and ask a question, who touched me? Now I can see the disciples being puzzled by Jesus' question. Jesus, man, don't you see all these folks? All these folk are touching you, and you're going to stop and say, who touched me? Man, all these folks have touched you. So Jesus had to explain to them, yeah, I know that they have touched me, fellas. But this touch, somebody say, this touch, caused virtue and power to come from me. The kind of touch that Jesus has, it causes virtue and power to go forth. Virtue, you know what virtue means? <laughs> virtue means righteousness, holiness. Virtue came out of Jesus and come from either virtue and power in some translation. Power came out of him. I read the writer, and one of the stories the writer said that when he was in Genereset, it said that when they heard Jesus had came to town, it said that they told people all around the town to come and see Jesus. And this is what they said. This is what they said, y'all. This is what they said. They said, if we may but touch him, if we may but touch him, we will be healed of our sick. That's in Mark chapter 6, y'all. They, people came all around and said, if I may but touch him, he don't have to say anything to me. I just want to touch his garments. I read, uh, I read somewhere in Acts where they said people just want to touch Paul's handkerchief. They said that when they touched Paul's handkerchief, it says they were made whole of whatever their disease was. See, some of you have diseases that you need to be whole of and you need the master to touch you. He will touch you. All you got to do is ask him. All you got to do is ask him to touch you and heal you. This touch was a special touch. Since all those people was touching him, I did not read in any of the Gospels <laughs> that it said during this particular time, when he's on his way to Jairus' house, that power and virtue went out from him when they were touching him. <laughs> I didn't read that when I did all my cross-references. That they did not say power and virtue went out from him. But this woman who had an issue of blood, her touch. Somebody say her touch. Her touch caused power and virtue to go out of him. That it caused her to be healed and it caused the master to stop in his tracks. Oh, you ain't feeling it. You ain't understanding what I'm saying about. I'm saying the Lord King Jesus stopped 
in his tracks from her touch. See, you ought to be able to pray a prayer that's so powerful that Jesus is like, I got to stop and hear what they are praying about. I need to open ears to what they are saying because it's so powerful. Some people can pray a prayer so powerful that it just moves you that you got to act. It moves you to bring tears to your eyes because of the power of that prayer. You see, God is trying to touch us. Oh, yeah, he's trying to touch us, George. He's trying to touch us so that we will want to live a life that's holy and pleasing and acceptable to him and in his sight. Have Jesus touch you so that you're ready to give up drugs? Have he touched you so that you're ready to give up alcohol? Have he touched you that you're ready to stop being a player player? Have he touched you? Have he touched you so that you're ready to stop letting that man treat you any kind of way? Have he touched you? Have he touched you so that now you want to stop letting that woman stop treating you any kind of way? Have he touched you? See, he's ready to touch you, but you, all you got to do is have the faith. You got to be ready to receive the touch that I'm talking about my master and Lord and Savior has. Are you ready to receive that touch? Oh, yeah. When Jesus touches, you know, he'll make you call a brother and sister that you haven't talked to in 20 years. Oh, yeah, he'll make you when he touches you. You see, the master's touch is not like any other's touch. You see, his touch is a touch of humbleness. His touch is a touch of power and a touch of uh, authority. His touch is able to make you be in your right mind. His touch is able to heal you instantly. Jesus' touch is able to make a wife come back to her husband. Oh yeah, his touch. His touch is, is so powerful, it'll bring a son or a daughter that haven't been home in 20, 10, 15 years, it'll make them come back home. Remember the prodigal son? See what it said? It said when he came to his senses. Basically what it said, when Jesus touched him. Because some of us have been insane. And Jesus needs to bring us back to our senses. Bring you back to what your mama and your daddy taught you when you were a child. You need to come back to Jesus. You need to come back and get back into fellowship with fellow believers. You need to come back and restore a relationship with Jesus. One touch from Jesus and you will never be the same. You will never be the same. That woman was never the same again after that one touch from Jesus. God is trying to tell us something here about his touch. Jesus stopped and said, who touched me? Verse 31, and the disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou who touched me. Said Jesus, man, what's wrong with you asking who touched you when all these people are touching you? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. Luke's account 
can tell you what she told him. You can go over and read it for yourself. Over there in Luke. Go read it for yourself. He told her what had happened in Luke chapter 8. She told him. Then it says, And he said unto her daughter, What? Your faith has made thee whole. Go in what? And be whole of your plague. You see, when Jesus touched you, you can get some peace. Because a lot of times, I cannot get peace because of the daily cares and struggles of life. I'm worried about life. I'm worried about paying my rent. I'm worried about paying my utility bill. I'm worried about my children. I'm worried about all things which robs and steal you of your peace. But Jesus, somebody say, but Jesus. But Jesus' touch can give me peace that surpasses all understanding. You see, some of us are sick and need to be healed. And only Jesus can heal the sickness that you have. The doctors can't heal it. The doctors don't know what to do about it. All the doctors can do is prescribe medicines for your symptoms. That's right. All he can do or she can do is prescribe medicine for your symptoms. You got a cold, he tells you, you coughing, get some cough syrup. You got high blood pressure, he tells you, take some of these pills. You follow me? All he can do is prescribe something to deal with what's happening on the outside. But Jesus' touch can deal with what's going really in the inside. See, there's always something going on the inside that Jesus, only he can touch it. No man can touch that. Solomon tried it all. He said, I tried women because he had a thousand of them. But that didn't fill the void that he had. He said, I tried alcohol to see if that could fill the void that's within me. That didn't, he said, I even ran after money. That can't fill that void. Only the touch of Jesus can fill the void that you have. No man can and no woman can fill the void that's truly deep in you. Only Jesus can fill that void. Jesus' touch had a Christian persecutor changed. Jesus' touch of a man named Paul, who was called Saul, changed a man who was throwing Christians in prison and made him now start to preach in the name of the one that he was persecuting. Oh, y'all ain't feeling me. Jesus' touch is so powerful, it'll make a sinner straighten up. That's what I'm talking about. Jesus' touch is that powerful that it's ready to make a change in you. But you got to be ready to receive the touch. Are you ready to receive Jesus' touch? It ain't hard. It ain't difficult for you to receive Jesus' touch. All you got to do is invite him in. All you got to do is ask him to come into your life and to touch your heart and to change you from the inside out. Jesus' touch hmm, can make you tell people the good news of Jesus. He took fishermen, <laughs> changed them to be a fisher of men. <laughs> So that they could tell people about the good news of our Lord and Savior. My brothers and sisters, the touch of Jesus 
is able to save until the utmost. Jesus doesn't even have to touch you physically to change you. The centurion servant sent some of his people to Jesus. And when Jesus got near his house, he sent word. He said, Master, I'm not worthy that you should come into my roof. He said, but just say the word. (laughs) And I got enough phrase, Jesus, that the power of your word can touch my servant and heal him. See, sometimes, y'all, it ain't about the physical touch. Sometimes it ain't about that. It's only about the spiritual touch that Jesus has for us. Are you ready to receive a spiritual touch? My brothers and sisters in Christ, as I conclude, Jesus' touch is so powerful. It's so powerful, y'all, that it can stop cancer. It's so powerful, y'all, that it can regulate blood pressure. It's so powerful, y'all, that it can make you get off of medication. Because he has the power and the ability to heal your body. You see, a drug only affects or take care of your symptoms. When you got a headache, you take Tylenol or Advil or aspirin. And it affects the symptoms. But this touch is able to stop the symptoms. This touch is able to stop whatever it is that ails you so that you can be healed and you can be whole. My brothers and sisters, we should be looking for Jesus' touch. You should desire to have Jesus' touch to change your mind. So as I conclude, my brothers and sisters, please, please, Please desire, please ask for Jesus to touch your heart and to change you from the inside out. Please desire for Jesus to make you better than you was yesterday. Better than you was last night. Better than you was two hours ago. Better than you was a minute ago. Ask for Jesus' touch to make you better right now. Because he has the power and the authority to do that. So, my brothers and sisters, as we stand, Jesus is ready and willing to touch you. If you don't know my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, as your personal Lord and Savior, all you've got to do is ask him, invite him to come in. The deacons and the pastors walk in the aisle. People are standing to get out of your way so that if you want to be touched, If Jesus has touched you, you may come forward now. The touch of Jesus is able to change us from the inside out. The power of Jesus is so powerful that it's mind-altering. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. There's always room for Jesus to touch and change someone's heart. You may be seated. Amen.